In a global industry where anything can happen, where mistakes cost much more than dollars, we bring you expertise from around the world to ensure that everyone goes home safe every day. The internationally acclaimed Oil & Gas HSE podcast starts now with your host, Russell Stewart. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the OGGN HSE podcast, production of the Oil & Gas Global Network and sponsored by Henderson Hauser, your reliable U.S. and internationally based partner for measurement instrumentation services and solutions. Henderson Hauser, the people for process automation. If you enjoy this podcast and we hear from a lot of you who do, and we certainly appreciate that, then please tell Henderson Hauser thank you for sponsoring the show by going to our OGGN Henderson Hauser website, which you can find the link to in the show notes and register for our monthly giveaway there. Also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter and that contact info you can also find in the show notes. Today I have a couple of guests on the show, Christina Monkhouse and Kevin Hoover. Guys, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much, Russell. We really enjoy what you do and we appreciate the opportunity to be on the show. Well, it's my pleasure. Okay, so you guys are with a with a company called Convergent. Is that right? That's yes, right. Okay. Now, we don't normally let fly-by-night companies come on the show. <laughs> so have we lowered our standards here? Who in the world is Convergent? Thank you so much for asking uh, on behalf of our leadership team and our 5,000 colleagues across the globe. We appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what, this is what happens when I don't do the right show prep. <laughs> no. We work alongside a global network of partners and manufacturers to design, install, and, and service HSE systems. And that, that includes HSE systems, right? What, is that, what does that stand for? That's security, fire alarm, life safety, audiovisual and intelligent building solutions for our enterprise customers. And the key difference between us and anyone else in our space is colleagues and customers first. And then our values and beliefs truly start with number one, that we want to be our, our customer's best service provider. Okay. So, Christina, tell us about your place in the company. First of all, where are you right now? So, I'm from Beaumont, Texas. That's where I live, grew up. I serve the Southeast Texas market. I've been in oil and gas industry for 12 years now, not trying to show my age or anything. Just, <laughs> well, you, yeah, well, just you, picture you, Megan Fox you, over you here. Started, you started when you were a teenager, right? And you, yeah, you know, exactly. She's, she's, she's been in it for 12 years. She's 13 years old. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> you yes. were this child prodigy who graduated from college, you know, at age 15 or whatever. <laughs> yes, yes. Where did you go to school, by the way? I went to Lamar in okay. Beaumont. All right, all right. Yep, a Beaumont native. For those in Southeast Texas, everybody knows about Lamar. I am actually the chairman of the Houston chapter, the API. And one of the things that we've done over the past 30 years is donate almost $2.9 million to scholarship funds for petroleum engineering students at five major Texas universities. But in some of the years when we've actually done really, really well, which hasn't been the last two years, by the way. <laughs> but we've actually contributed to Lamar. That's awesome. To one of their scholarship funds. So, Kevin, where are you? Yeah, so a little different from Christina. I know she's broadcasting from her palatial estate over there in Beaumont. But <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm based out, I'm business development manager for oil and gas for Convergent. I'm based out of the energy capital of the world here in Houston, Texas. Okay. Yeah, and my focus is, on, is just that. It's on those clients. Again, go back to the beauty of Convergent, right? It's, it's a, a local focus with a global reach. So while we may be managing 
headquarters and leadership teams with our customers here in Houston. My counterparts and colleagues like Christina are working with those local teams and local refineries and industrial complexes, again, throughout the globe. Okay. The people who listen to this show are smart enough to know that HSE has evolved into more than just pointing some guy that you think you can throw one more task on him and he's responsible for ordering the book or, or now he can even go on the internet. He's responsible for finding some safety article. Everybody gets together for two or three minutes. He shows them the article. Everybody signs a piece of paper saying they read it and that's, that's your safety. It's a lot more complicated than that for companies, right? Of course, absolutely. But, you know, actually, that's really the beauty of, of the time that we're living in now is that where there was a time in the past where there was a manual and your safety protocols were documented to the extent of a clipboard, right? Who's in the plant, who's not, who's in the refinery. Now we have technology at our fingertips and we have reduced cost for technology and it's more accessible to everybody. And we can utilize the technology in a multiple of applications to streamline the operation, mitigate risk. And really, when you talk about safety, man, it's all about streamlined communications and how quickly you can respond with a well-thought-out plan. So that's really where we come in. So give me some example. And so you say you come in, and I think I heard you mention a while ago, I think you actually specifically used refinery. You're in refineries, for example, or yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we're in the largest refinery. Well, we can start right there in Beaumont. So we are the vendor partner and service partner for one of the largest refineries on the planet. We are in a number of those refineries across the United States and, and the globe. Which by the way, and this is an international audience, but, and so when Christina says she's from Beaumont, that won't mean anything to a lot of people, you know, across the country or across the world. But I don't guess there's any other area where there are more and larger refineries than, than the Beaumont area, is there? No, we have the number one largest refinery in the United States in Port Arthur, which is, you know, 20 miles from Beaumont. And so you, uh, convergent services, these, how, Christina? So we do perimeter security, physical security, you know, turnstiles, things like that. We do mass notifications emergency communications. We have fire alarm solutions. Kevin actually has a very interesting case study about how we use video security for the refineries. I wanted him to talk about that. Yeah. Tell us about that, Kevin. Well, it's just, it's really simple. Utilizing video as the sensor, right? And for instance, let's just say this is, here's the juicy stuff. So we know that the safety departments are limited, right? Those are limited resources. And you don't have an army of safety people walking around a refinery. So what we've done is we take and deployed IP cameras throughout a refinery. And they're focused not on you know, the security of someone stealing something or, or loss prevention. They're literally the eyes in the sky. And they're monitoring, let's just say, a class one, div one area or a restricted area. And we draw a digital fence. With the, with the use of the camera. And in the event that someone crosses into a restricted area, it immediately sends notification, not only internally to the operators of that unit or perhaps safety and security, but we've also deployed IP speakers to where it actually engages with the individual that crossed the area and says, alert, you're crossing into a secured area. And so all that information is documented, detailed, and collected. And then at the end of the, so you have the initial response and the corrective action associated with that right there instantly. 
if you don't have anybody in someone's ear, you don't have, it's not a, it's no one is talking down to anybody. It's truly an action and a corrective action. And then at the end of the day, week, month, leadership has the ability to go in and actually document how, how many times do these kind of incidents happen? And let's, let's build a plan to better either a better route traffic through the plant or perhaps you know, whatever we need to do from a barrier perspective. And that's just one little small example of how you can deploy technology, cheap technology to produce results. So what you've done is, is you've added some kind of audio mechanism to the video. That's exactly right. They're tied directly at the camera. So this is, this is computing on the edge. I've got, essentially think of it like this. So I've got the eyes out in the refinery and I also have the mouth, right? So you can actually engage and communicate with the individuals. And that's just one example. There's a number of examples where you can deploy the technology. Take, for instance, machine learning that can take a camera and look at a unit and can detect when there's steam release or smoke. Now, imagine, you know, there are certain times if there is a release and you're waiting on other certain with conventional sensors, you're waiting on certain criteria. If you have constant 24-hour surveillance, in regardless of the lighting conditions, if you have a camera on a unit and in the event that there's steam, smoke, or even fire, that's an immediate identifier. And then it goes through the proper notification processes, and that's that's immediate response. And again, go back to mitigating your risk. It all comes down to developing a plan and then having a proper response. And the technology piece is the cheapest part of that process. Okay. And so we're down here in, in Southeast Texas talking about that, but you said you guys are all over the world. Absolutely. So to that point, right? So the same methodology applies. So talk about upstream, downstream, midstream, we're going to oil and grass. So in the upstream environment, let's just take a corporate headquarters, for instance, here in Houston. So your access control card and the access control system is utilized, let's face it, to get in and out of a controlled areas. So you have a card reader on a door. You use your badge and you get in and out of the doors. Well, if you take that same software, that same application and the same processes and you apply that in a refinery, well, in the event of in a refinery, when there is a release or an emergency condition, the most important thing is accounting for your colleagues, your contractors, and your visitors, right? We want to know who is in the, who is in this facility in the event of alarm condition. Well, leveraging the access control system with that photo ID badge, we're able to pinpoint and run a muster report to identify who is in A, the plant itself, or B, in sub areas of the plant. Now that's important to, again, account for those individuals, contractors, colleagues, and visitors. But what about the other side of that? What about our first responders? And the old methodology, the old way of doing business, when people enter a refinery, they sign their name on a clipboard. Right. Hey, here I am. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm in the area. Yeah, check in with the security guard. He just, yeah, 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 here exactly. Get, uh, or write your name down and your email address or your phone number or whatever. That's exactly right. Now, say for instance, that individual that wrote their name on the clipboard when they came in, they left, and for whatever reason, your fault, my fault, nobody's fault. If they didn't sign the clipboard, they were signed out and they left. And then there's a release or there's an emergency condition. And we're prepping our first responders to go search for people based on a list off of a clipboard. Well, the unfortunate thing is they'll be looking for somebody who may have left for lunch or may have left earlier in the day. But that well, clipboard. they should be looking for somebody who's actually really there. 
you hit the nail on the head, Russell. That's exactly right. So leveraging those softwares, those technologies, and those devices to let the system do its job and then let first responders, let them focus on true, again, truly mitigating risk and searching for someone that's truly in need. So we talked about operators, you said upstream, and you're talking about some of the major operators in Houston, which of course is the energy capital of the world. And then we've talked about the largest refinery. We've avoided mentioning their names, but I think their name, but I think everybody knows who we're talking about. And all the other facilities in that area, Port Arthur, the Port of Houston, have you deployed any of this technology out on say offshore rigs or onshore rigs or anything like that? Yeah. And so again, that's the beauty of it. The technology is transferable, right? I can, again, using that analogy upstream, downstream, midstream. So I can deploy the same technology at the corporate headquarters that I can out at out on the rigs and whether that's onshore or offshore well pad sites and even retail, right? It's again, technology is technology is technology. Now, of course, we understand that each and every one of those vertical markets and every one of those situations has certain nuances, right, that are very specific to those site conditions and namely safety, right? You have to adhere to the safety requirements of working in those environments. But the concepts remain the same. And that's, that's again, that's the beauty of being a systems integrator is understanding how to deploy the systems, understand the functionality concepts, and then really just follow the customer, right? Customer has a need and deploy the systems accordingly. Okay. So you've thrown out some terms here. You've used the term the technology and systems integrator and deploying the system. So do you guys, does Convergent go in design? When you say the technology, is that what Convergent is? Yeah, another great question. So Convergent is the systems integrator. That's just a blanket statement. We do not manufacture anything, right? We are the subject matter experts in the sense that we take the technologies, well, take it up, take a step back. Before you can deploy a solution, right, you have to understand the challenges and understand what we're trying to accomplish. And we take the best practices that are published by all the authorities and entities, for instance, you mentioned API, right? So API has published HSC compliance standards. There's MARSEC rules and compliance regulations. There's TWIC regulations, OSHA, right? The number one workplace injury is what is it it slips, trips, and falls. Yeah, yeah. Right. So with all that documentation and all those, the work that's already done, then it's our responsibility as the system integrator to take those challenges and then partner them with the appropriate technology solution to create a plan for your customer to, again, develop the solution and deploy it. And our responsibility, and a little bit further, so we take the solution, we design it, we install it, and then we service thereafter. And so you're actually, the fact that you're not a manufacturer, so you go in, you take these best practices, you come up with the solutions, and then you're kind of the experts in what the best technology is out there to come in and integrate into these and deploying these systems? That's exactly right. So that is exactly what we do. We take the best of breed in technology solutions, and then we apply them to the challenges that the customers have identified. And luckily, we've been doing this long enough and wide enough to where we've learned what some of the challenges are. Again, once you've identified one customer has one issue, they pretty much they transcend across that entire 
peer group. And that's across the board on all of our vertical markets. But the fact that you have the ability to go out and you're not just limited to what you manufacture, you have the ability to go out there and recommend and use all the best stuff out there. And you all kind of keep up with that, right? Well, so there you go. So there's some folks in the space that the only tool they have is a hammer. So they treat every single challenge as like a nail, right? And they whether they manufacture what they sell or they that's just limited to their experience, that's exactly what they're going to try to push on the customers. And that's really the luxury. We, we have a luxury of understanding best in breed systems and technologies. And then here's the other thing too. I mean, let's face it, over the last 18, 24 months, we are moving at light speed into this digital transformation world. And so we've been on the cutting edge previous. Now we have a leg up on really our competition because we understand that there are a tremendous tons of solutions available to our customer base. Well, that's very fascinating. I had never heard of, of Convergent and Christina, I guess, Somehow or another became associated or, or knew about our OGGN family, concentrated mostly here in Houston. So Mark LaCour and most of the people listening to this podcast will know who Mark is. And of course, Mark founded the OGGN podcast uh, platforms. And he actually has the Oil & Gas This Week is actually the number one oil and gas podcast on the planet. But I'm really glad he introduced me to you, Christina, who in turn yeah, me introduced introduced me to Kevin. We're going to wind this thing down. Anything else you guys want to add before we close out? I'll say this one thing. <laughs> Following security measures is like boxing. If you keep your guard up, you're less likely to get hit in the face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a... You know, you know, we used to, that's great, Christina. We used to, uh, we, we actually used to close the show. We probably need to get back to this. We used to always close the show. In fact, I would tell the guests before we went on air, I say, now look, this is how we're going to close the show. We're going to ask you for a number one safety tip. <laughs> I'd give them some, I mean, I'd tell them before the show started so I didn't catch them off guard. And I was just thinking when I asked that question, anything else you guys want to say? That's really open-ended. You know, they're going to say, huh? But boy, you were sharp there, Christina. <laughs> I was I, ready. I, I mean, I did, I did all this homework. I have all these notes. <laughs> and she just said the most prolific thing of the entire interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, Christina and Kevin, thank you again for joining me and this worldwide audience so we will be sure to include both your current LinkedIn contact information and also the Convergent website in the show notes so anyone listening can contact you directly for even more details. As always, you can find in the show notes my LinkedIn contact info where you can message me. Let me know what you are enjoying about the show. If you have suggestions for content you might like to hear. Also, if you're looking for a speaker at your conference or meeting, and these are thankfully starting back up again. The OGGN Speakers Bureau is available and you can contact me about that. So thank you again, everyone. Please tune in again next week for another episode of Anderson Houser's Oil and Gas HSE podcast, a production of the Oil and Gas Global Network. Remember, Anderson Hauser is your reliable U.S. and international based partner for measurement instrumentation services and solutions. Anderson Hauser, the people for process automation. Please leave us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. Tell your friends about us. Like us on LinkedIn. 
and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Tune in next week for another engaging episode of the Oil & Gas HSE podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.